Welcome to the Dodeca Dynasty Fantasy Football Podcast, where expert dynasty football analysis and strategy meet the antics of the league. Tune in as Chris and Adam break down players and dish out advice to help you dominate your dynasty league. Hear actual owner insight from the rookie draft, head-to-head matchups, rivalries, and trade fallout. Laugh all the way to the championship with Chris, Adam, and the rest of the guys from Dodeca Dynasty. All right, so we're here today to break down the top six dynasty fantasy football quarterbacks. Uh, I got at Dodeca Eli and at Dodeca Brian here with me today. Yo, yo, yo. What's up? And first up here, uh, number one pick uh, in the dynasty quarterback draft is at Dodeca Eli. Eli, who you got? It's got to be the easiest pick that I could possibly possibly imagine. Um, this dude has lit the world on fire since taking over the starting job. Patrick Mahomes, QB1, all day, every day. The dude is is unreal. Comes in, people think, oh, you know, he's his young rookie. Well, he'll, he's not that not going to be that good. Where, where did he go? Do you guys even know where he went as a as a in the actual NFL draft? Yeah, he went uh tenth overall uh to Kansas City, of course. Right. Yeah, and I think a couple people went ahead of him, right? Yeah, I, as, as got... far as as far as I know, I think they was it was that wasn't Jameis year or Mariota year, was it? No, no, that was the year before. I think uh let me get in here and grab the hold on a second. Come on, you guys, you don't know. They got they got some all I know is some teams passed on Mahomes that uh that definitely shouldn't have. Um, the dude comes in, lights the world on fire. As soon as he gets the starting job from, I believe, Alex Smith, uh, f- 518 points his 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 year first year starting. Uh, the numbers here are are just ridiculous. You go through his game game to game, his absolute floor for both years. Actually, 568 points. Sorry, year one. Absolute floor is 19 points in any game he was competitive. I took out the game that he, he got injured in in a, at a week 17 game that was that I'm sure he was benched by halftime. 19 points is the absolute floor, and the high is 54 points for that year. His low is unreal. The upside. Yeah, so just, just to jump in here to pull up the, uh, the, the NFL draft stats, um, that was a year that uh, Deshaun Watson won as well. He went 12 to the Texans. And if you're the – I mean, if you're anybody that picked one through nine, you got to be – okay, so the the Panthers got McCaffrey at eight. All right. Um, but, I mean, if you're the Bears and you took Mitch Trubisky <laughs> at number two, um, that stings. And then, uh, God, if you're the Titans and uh, you you snatch Corey Davis at five, um, who I, who I still absolutely <laughs> believe in, I'm holding on uh, for dear life. But uh, I mean, there's some good players that went ahead of him. But uh, I mean, Mitch Trubisky and Corey Davis, uh, John Ross at number nine. Um, mm, Unreal. Man. Even the Unreal. even the Panthers got McCaffrey a hurting for a, a quarterback. They I'm sure they'd much rather have Mahomes and. Than McCaffrey at this point. I mean, in fairness, back then, you know, Cam was doing his thing. Um, he was in the beginning of his. I'm, I'm getting hurt, and I'm not going to do anything for a couple years. But, um, yeah, that's that's rough. Let me let me follow up with a couple more of these stats here. The uh, Mahomes average for year one, thirty five point five points. Year two, twenty seven points. I'm a huge fan of consistency. The guy's floor is the absolute – the highest thing I've ever seen for, for any fantasy player to be averaging 19 uh, – the, the floor. I'm guaranteed 19 points every week. There's weeks where some of these other guys in this top six are – you know, they get completely shut down for – they get a 10-point fantasy game, 8-point fantasy game. I don't want to see that in my lineup. Dude just signed a 10-year contract. He's there for good. 
Kansas City and Andy Reid, the quarterback whisperer. The dude is, does nothing but success with quarterbacks from Donovan McNabb, Alex Smith. Uh, I guess he was actually there for Brett Favre's heyday too. Comes in and, and makes Brett Favre the MVP. Uh, that dude's a quarterback whisperer, and Kansas City's proven that he's there to stay, and they're going to surround him with the weapons to do so. Speed, speed, speed. Tyreek Hill, you got Miko Hartman. There are nothing but weapons. Um, I guess I'm somewhat concerned that they run the ball a little bit more with CEH, uh, but they're just going to air it out. Five. He has games, multiple games of six passing touchdowns. I don't. Uh, there's, Crazy. No, there's not a quarterback in the league that's that's done that. So, uh, sa- safest pick in my book. No argument here. I do. I do want to point out that, like, as you're talking about his years, that his first year. Uh, he actually, you know, sat behind Alex Smith. He only played uh, one game. That was week 17, mop-up against the Broncos. Yeah, I guess um, year one for me meant year one starting. Right, yeah, right, yeah. right. But that's so crazy that his – I mean, he, he played one game, right, his, his, uh, his rookie year. And then he comes in and throws <laughs> – So apparently there's someone that doesn't agree with this pick. Uh, in the background there. But, uh, I mean, he comes in year one and throws almost 600 passes, almost 5,100 yards, 50 touchdowns, and only 12 interceptions. It's absolutely crazy. And, uh, you know, ran for, ran for two TDs. Um, to do that as basically – I mean, not a rookie because, you know, he learned, he learned the NFL ways for a year. But, like, you know – in, in prime time against an actual defense that's not, you know, not going to, uh, you know, not going to let you ride with the, the black jersey and they're going to they're going to absolutely pound you. Um, man, that, that, that's really, really impressive. Yeah, and I don't for, I don't foresee him throwing for 50 touchdowns again, but it's still definitely possible. Like I think defense NFL defenses are smart and they'll adjust. Um, and I don't think they give up 50 touchdowns again, but uh, the dude has the the lowest or the highest floor you could possibly imagine right i mean you're right nfl defenses are smart but i mean when you got when you got tyree kill who is going to command double coverage and then you got miko hardman who i think is going to have a, a, a he had a good rookie year he's going to have even a better uh second year you know you got sammy Watkins out there who you got to defend you got travis kelsey you got ceh running out of the backfield you can't cover all those guys so well, that's some that's some serious. Falcons. He's uh, how the mighty mighty have fallen. Right. <laughs> you just got to pay attention. That dude is a number one receiver on some teams. Right. Bowling, you got anything to add here on uh, the the consensus no brainer one one pick Patrick Mahomes? Nah, right, guys, Mahomes a dude, man. Uh, definitely one one because this is my my book. I really don't have too much to add, add on this guy here. All right, so uh, one one in the books. Eli takes Patrick Mahomes out of Texas Tech. Uh, next up, Dodeca Bryan is selecting. Ooh, you better be ready to explain this one. Russell Wilson, go. Oh, Russell Wilson, man. Uh, so last four out of six years, uh, doesn't matter standard PPR. It's been the uh, number one, two, or three quarterbacks. Actually, uh, for the last six years, top three quarterback or better. Guys, a dual threat. Uh, even with no matter what, how bad his offensive line is, you guys look at uh pro football fo- focus, like they got his offensive line ranked 31st. It's been like that for the last three years, so it doesn't matter how bad how bad they are. Dude still go out, still goes out and produces. Uh, always ma- always making a play downfield. You actually go and look at some uh other stats. He's actually got the best deep ball accuracy out of anybody, even over uh good old Mahomes, who everybody raves about his uh arm. That's uh one of the main reasons. Pit- Pick Russell Wilson up number two here, man. Uh, we'll get into Lamar Jackson, Kyler, some of those guys, guys a little bit later, but definitely Russell Wilson. Uh, one of my favorite quarterbacks has been, been for a while. Um, some of the other things, like wide receivers got to throw to, DK Metcalf, just a absolute freak. Like, that dude is a monster. Good luck good luck covering him. Uh, Tyler Lock in a deep threat there. Uh, the only thing that worries me about him this year a little bit, uh, question marks at running back. Not not a big Carlos Hyde fan who they brought in there with uh, Chris Carson still having that uh, hip, hip fracture healing from it. 
And then uh, Rashad Penny starting off the year on the IR. So, I honestly think that's going to lead to uh, Russell Wilson probably running the ball a little bit more, uh, throwing a little bit more. Maybe actually uh, Pete Carroll actually lets him turn the, turns the off- offense over to him. He's actually able to throw uh, a little bit more. Did you look at his a- averages of stats. The dude doesn't score usually less than 22, 23 point, points a game. And if you look at 2018, like – most of the time, it's around that 26 to 28 mark, mark range. So, I'll take anybody who's going to give me 26, 28 point, points a game consistently in a dynasty. Yeah, man, look, if you can get – I agree with you about the running back situation, man. There is definitely murky. Um, going to be interesting. I mean, I guess you assume Carlos Hyde is going to end up starting out the year, but um, reports are that Chris Carson should be returning to practice shortly. So, you know, who knows? I uh, feel like there could be a setback there pretty easily, um, especially with his injury history. But I mean, if you can get like some 2014 Russell Wilson, where he ran for 849 yards and six touchdowns and uh, you pepper that into what you got from say last year uh, with 4,100 yards, 31 touchdowns and only five interceptions, man, um, I mean, he finished number three last year. Uh, he's going to be right up there in the mix with uh, with Mahomes and Lamar for the number one overall fantasy quarterback in 2020. So, um, I mean, the guy's 31 years old, um, definitely the oldest one that we're going to talk about today. Um, but, I mean, the way these guys are playing now uh, and as, you know, as healthy as he's been in, in his history, I mean, he, this guy could have another 10 years. Well, I don't know about 10 years. That 30, tell that, 30, tell that 30, to Brady. Tell that th- to Brady and Drew 31's a little old for me to be putting in the top three. I get it. He does belong in this year, maybe the next three or four years in that conversation. But as far as dynasty rankings, he's a little high for me based on his age specifically and the style of play he plays with. You look at those older players like Breeze, Brady, you're not seeing what Russell does. Russell's scrambling for his life on every play because that offensive line is hot garbage. Right. Um, so, I mean, that that will fade at some point. There are some freak athletes that can continue to play at that level. Um, just the mobile quarterbacks and, and players in general that rely on that athleticism tend to fade a little bit, which will, I think, impact his success. Right. I mean, but if you're the Seahawks, if you're uh... – you know, you're Pete Carroll. You got to know that, you know, at some point, just like you said, Eli, they got to get an offensive line in place there. You know, when he loses a step, he's going to start getting caught by those defensive ends and those linebackers uh, and not making these amazing, spectacular plays. So um, he does have the arm talent. I mean, he is accurate. Uh, he's, he's got a big arm. Um, he just needs some time. And I feel like this is a little bit different situation than, say, with like, you know, like a Cam Newton where, um, they said, hey, we got to stop running this guy because he uh, he's getting dinged up and he can't make it through a season, and then he had to develop as a passer. I think Russell Wilson's got those skills. He just doesn't have the time in the pocket, like you said, to be able to you know showcase his actual quarterback ability. So, um, I mean, for that reason, I think this guy can go for a while. I don't, I don't think he's living – uh, you know, staying relevant off of his speed and his elusiveness. I think this guy's a legit uh, elite quarterback. I don't. I don't disagree there. I would argue that his part of his greatness is that he is behind the offensive line that is weak, and his the defense breaks down when he scrambles and moves around and hits those big plays to Lockett and, and Metcalf and those kind of things. If it if it fades, I don't see him sitting behind the line. He's like what is five ten, five eleven, sitting behind in the pocket is not his game. So if, when his athleticism fades, I see his performance fading as well, even if they do surround him with the line. Right. So, and look, if we came in here and just went chalk on every pick, um, look, everybody, you know, everybody knows what the easy picks are. So uh, shout out to uh, Dodeca Bryan at, uh, for picking Russell Wilson, uh, number two overall. If you, if you want to put your money where your mouth is, uh, throw some of those, uh, throw some of those first round picks my way uh, and <laughs> come get them off my roster. It ain't going to happen, man. But I'll leave you th- this year. Are you st- talked about 2014 uh he ran for like 800 yards whatever that actually uh, statistically speaking that was not his best year best year was uh 2017 where he actually ran for less yards and still uh, put up 455 fantasy points that was he was number one that year right yeah dude is a freak man for real and it's just crazy that even even his rookie year this guy's never been a qb2 
never. Always been a QB one, which is, yep. is absolutely crazy. So uh, big, uh, big fan of Russell Wilson as well. So um, look, just to continue to keep it interesting, um, number three, uh, I'm taking Kyler Murray, man. Uh, I, I really, really, really like this guy. Um, love his situation. So just to break down, obviously, Kyler Murray, uh, his rookie year last year, he went 1-1 uh, in 2019 to the Arizona, Car- Arizona Cardinals. Um, he is a little bit on the shorter side. He's 5'10", uh, listed at 207, so uh, a little bit shorter than Russ. And, uh, you know, Russ has got him by about an inch and about 10 pounds. Um, but I think that he his talent is elite, and he fits that offense so perfectly. Uh, so in 2019, 542 attempts, which was ninth most in the NFL. So as a rookie, he wasn't somebody that was out there that, uh, was managing the game. He was out there slinging it, uh, completed 349 passes for 3,700 yards, which was 15th. So right about the middle of the pack, 64% completion rate, uh, is, is pretty outstanding for a rookie, uh, 20 touchdowns and 12 interceptions, uh, five fumbles. Uh, he, he had another 93 rushes for 544 yards and four TDs. So he ended up finishing eighth as his rookie year. Uh, he played in all 16 games, scored you 362 fantasy points. Um, so the question here that I got to step up to is with Lamar Jackson on the board, why am I taking Kyler Murray? So uh, I'm going to go through what I did is I looked at um, – I looked at Kyler's rookie year compared to these other uh, quarterbacks rookie years that we're talking about. And it did make it a little difficult because you did have Pat Mahomes uh, who didn't, uh, didn't play, uh, didn't start in his rookie year. Um, But, you know, in 2019, uh, he outpassed Lamar Jackson. All right. So in his rookie year, he outpassed Lamar Jackson in his second year, uh, his MVP year, of course. Uh, He had the same interception rate as Patrick Mahomes in his second year. He outpassed Dak Prescott in his rookie year by about 100 yards. Um, Very comparable uh, completion rating to Russell Wilson, his rookie year. Um, And he outpassed Russell Wilson by about 600 yards. So I know those stats are kind of, you know, jumping around a little bit. But point is, is I, I see Kyler Murray in the same elite, tier one categories the rest of these guys so and if he could do that in his rookie year outperform some of these other guys who were taken uh you know as a top six quarterback just shows me that he belongs there um so you know he was slightly outperformed by russ and dak uh and definitely deshaun um you know and then like i said it's, it's a little bit hard to compare lamar and uh and patrick mahomes because they did set out their their first year but um when you look at 2019 the adjusted passer rating according to pro football focus what that does that accounts for throwaways drops batted balls spike balls stuff like that kyler was the number nine quarterback in the league dak beat him at number six you had russ at number 12 deshaun at 16 mahomes at 18 and lamar jackson all the way down at 26 so uh when you look at quarterbacks under pressure uh it was also very similar you had uh kyler at number nine dak at number six russ at 10 watson at 12 mahomes at 21 and lamar all the way down there uh six from the bottom so point being is that when I look at Kyler Murray and I look at Lamar Jackson, I see obviously the running skills from Lamar Jackson are absolutely disgusting. But when you look at the, you know, Kyler Murray's no slouch. He, you know, he ran for over 500 yards just last year. I, I feel like this this next year with some of the weapons they added is going to open up the offense a little bit and give him an opportunity to get another 150 yards potentially, um, as well as his with his accuracy and his big arm, he's going to jump up and significantly outpass Lamar. So um, I think, you know, if I'm looking at redraft, I'm definitely taking Lamar over, over Kyler. Um, But if I'm looking at dynasty and these guys are both very young and I'm thinking I'm going to have this person on my, on my, on my squad for 12 to 15 years, I just see the benefits from Kyler significantly outweighing Lamar Jackson, you know, after this, this initial contract is up second contract. I think Kyler Murray is killing Lamar. So, you know, also when you look at the offensive line grades, so I I talked about Lamar Jackson's inefficiency uh, with passing and passing under pressure. He operated under the number one O line in 2019, according to pro football focus. Uh, You had Dak had the number two O line 
Kansas City, uh, number 16 for Patrick Mahomes. Texans, number 20, uh, protecting Deshaun Watson. Uh, and Arizona had the number 22 offensive line. So for him to be able to do that as a rookie – in a in you know with a rookie head coach and a brand new offense for the rest of the the, the people that were on that team, um, obviously uh, Bowling talked about where uh, Russell Wilson's O line was. I think he said thirty first. Um, just really really speaks to this guy's talent, and I think if you look at you look at it in that level and you compare the situation along with what these guys were able to do in their in their with their first year in the league, um, you know twenty nineteen for. Uh, 2020 for Kyler, uh, I'm projecting this guy um, to go out there and absolutely kill it. Uh, I'm, I'm looking at his, his, uh, his completion rating jumping up a little bit with a full year of Kenyon Drake in there uh, to help pad his stats, dump it off to him. Uh, obviously, DeAndre Hopkins sliding over there, um, who I am not worried about at all. That dude is a freak. You know, some people don't like that quarterback or that receiver that goes to a new offense, but you got to remember, think back when – um, you know, this guy was balling out with Brock Osweiler throwing him the football. I mean, he had so <laughs> many scrubs, so many scrubs chucking him the ball up, and he was a top three wide receiver in the league. It does not matter for this guy. You put the ball in his vicinity, and he's catching it. Um, you know, so I see this guy throwing for 4,500 yards, uh, 32 touchdowns, 10 interceptions, running for almost 600 yards and getting in the end zone five or six times. And, and this is a QB two to four range player this year. Um, what do you think about that there, Eli? Uh, to- total, totally agree with, um, with much of your points. Hopkins is a game changer for that offense. The dude's floor is elevated by those uh, those rushing yards that he gets to put up as well. Although he does stay in the pocket and, and throw more than your your average mobile quarterback, I think his right. his game is really modeled. He wants to be like Russell Wilson. His game is going to look just like Russell Wilson's game. Um, that offensive line is also hot garbage, so it'll look uh, awfully similar, I'm sure. Um, but Hop- Hopkins is a game changer. It's only going to increase his his completion percentage. The dude's open all the time um and that offense came growing in a second year at like that that dude is young 23 years old so he's going to be good till uh at the very least russell wilson's age that's that's eight more years of him guaranteed on top of uh on top of anything else he may put on top of that kyler's kyler's a special talent so if, and and if you just look at what adding hopkins statistically wise does not not only does that you know opening up the offense um, obviously drawing double coverage there. You got Christian Kirk uh, in his third year who had a decent year last year. You still got another year with Fitzgerald. Um, I mean, the differences between Fitzgerald and Hopkins being the number one statistical receiver in 2019 for these teams. Um, I mean, Hopkins caught 30 more balls than Fitz, uh, almost 400 yards more and three more touchdowns when he was with Houston. So, um I, I mean, I'm just I'm just a big fan here. Uh, I, if Arizona had a tight end, man, you watch out because this guy is opening up the field uh, like Patrick Mahomes is. So, you know, I just I see Kyler Murray as a quarterback that's going to get to that 5000 yard uh, passing range. Maybe not this year, but definitely in the next couple years. Uh, I see him as a high 30, you know, high 30s touchdown player uh, and using the weapons around to spread the field. I agree with you. He's got the skill to run, but that's not his number one, right? I mean, he. Mm-hmm. I agree. I, I see a lot of Russell Wilson when I look at Kyler Murray um, not, and, you know, not even speaking to the fact that they have the, that same kind of build. Um, but he's got a bigger arm. He's more accurate. And I, I just think that his passing skills are going to outweigh Lamar Jackson's running skills. When I look at you know, when I project these guys out for 2020, um, I got Lamar uh, beating Kyler out by about 40 to 50 points, um, which isn't significant, right? I mean, it's not a huge number if you're looking at, you know, I guess if, if you're buying into what I'm projecting that Kyler's going to do, uh, you know, in the next year, you know, 2021 year. But I just think, well, Lamar, you know, you got that injury risk that, you know, Lamar had 176 rushing attempts in 2019. That's more than some teams starting running back. It's crazy. You know, he does obviously run away from people very well. Uh, he runs out of bounds. Uh, he slides. He, he is smart. Um, you know, he's not out there like Cam Newton, you know, absorbing contact. Um, but, you know, 
I, I just I, I, there's a lot of reasons why I think Kyler Murray is more special, um, you know, dynasty wise and worth more dynasty wise um, than Lamar Jackson. And I got to be honest, if, if it's a redraft, I'm taking Lamar. And if I'm being 100 percent honest, if I'm on the clock in a dynasty startup or, or if I have an opportunity like I'm getting Lamar and I'm finding the Kyler Murray owner. I'm, I'm trying to make a trade there and get Kyler Murray plus anything. I feel like if I can give up Lamar Jackson and get Kyler Murray plus a second or maybe a player that's going to, you know, be in my flex or give me some, some tight end depth in a tight end premium league, I'm, I feel like I'm winning all day long there. Bowling, what do you think about Kyler Murray? Yeah, you hit it, hit it man. Like Kyler's young, uh, definitely models uh, Russell Wilson here. Definitely, definitely big fan of uh, the Hopkins move. I can't believe the uh, Texans gave oh my Hopkins, God. Hopkins up there, man. Like David Johnson and some, like what a second and third round pick, like something second crazy. Second round pick, crazy. Like, Hopkins is definitely worth at least like two, three, three first. Heck, we just saw Jamal Jamal Adams go to the Seahawks for two, two or first, and you're telling me Hopkins is worth David Johnson, who's 29 years old, old or whatever, and a second round pick? I don't think so. That's definitely going to help Kyler out this year, like. I think uh, for sure, like Pat Mahomes, number one, you're going to see a fight, a uh, dog fight for that quarterback two this year. For sure. There's a lot of good young uh, quarterbacks. They've got wet weapons and stuff. We'll see what ha- happens. But Kyler is set up for like at least the next six, seven years here. At least. I Supp- think that's that's definitely on the short side. Supposedly put on about 10 pounds of muscle as well. That should uh, help him absorb some contact. Right. So we're making this – we're making this – Super easy for uh, at Dodeca Eli. Uh, number four in the draft. Uh, Eli's probably got to be you know rubbing his eyes to make sure that he's he's seeing this this text message right. Uh, number four, uh, Eli takes Lamar Jackson. Uh, you guys you guys left me some uh, some slow pitches down the middle for sure. <laughs> uh, you this dude from when he took over the the job from the elite Joe Flacco. Has has set set the world on fire. Came in as a rookie, put up some numbers in in some mediocre numbers in Joe Flacco's offense, and then Baltimore decided to redesign their offense, which I think was a genius move to to fit to Lamar. Dude starts off his his starting campaign with a forty six piece in fantasy points, three hundred twenty four yards, five touchdowns. It was against the Dolphins, so. Uh, not not the best defense in the world, but then he just continues the rest of the season there. 2018 finishes finishes the year actually 2019 last year five five hundred and eighteen fantasy points. Crazy. Number one number one quarterback Mahomes Mahomes in the year before would have beat him, um, but did not put up those points. So he, he can be beaten at that ranking, but his his legs give him give him the. All the all the floor that I need to pick him at that point. Eighty yards a game in rushing. There's your your eight points there plus any touchdowns he puts up. Had a high of forty nine, and you look through some of these weekly stats, it's just unreal. Forty six, thirty seven, thirty three, thirty three, forty two, forty three, forty eight. Um, he's just consistently hitting those peak numbers, um, those high numbers. His high was a forty nine. He averaged thirty four and a half points per game. I get it. There are some concerns about him being able to keep up um, the healthy portion of it with the mobile quarterbacks and the amount of rushes he's taking. Uh, but he, you watch this dude play; he's special. Defenses are designed to stop him. He makes three people miss and Bert takes off running. It's just um, unbelievable. His his arm is not that important, um, although he is. I'm sure working on it. It. It's all about his legs and what he can do. They design runs against him or run defenses against him. He throws it right over the top. Marquise Brown's going to break out this year, put up some serious numbers for him. Um, it's it's hands down number. I guess you could concern some between two and three maybe with Kyler and, and, and Lamar, but I'd take Lamar every time. Well, and, number two. Right. And this is just so crazy when I'm looking at the stats here. So um, imagine, imagine this. You have Lamar Jackson who throws the ball 401 times in 2019. That's the 26th most in the league. He has 3,100 passing yards. That is 22nd in the league. He has 36 touchdowns. That's number one in the league. So that mm-hmm. shows you what defenses are doing when Lamar Jackson drops back is – 
you know, <laughs> it's absolutely crazy that, I mean, you're, you're pretty much running man coverage against these receivers because the other seven or eight defensive players are all cued in on what Lamar Jackson is doing. That's absolutely insane. Couldn't, couldn't, couldn't agree more. You watch some of the games that he plays and the throws that he has to make are, are not have did not have to be special throws. He does not have to fit anything in a tight window. He has to drop a ball out there on one-on-one coverage where the right wide receiver runs underneath of it. Mark Andrews is, is, is one-on-one with a linebacker. Um, they're not, they're not special throws that he needs to make. So, um, the and the accuracy will hurt them and does hurt them, especially on some of those third down situations that they get in um, if they get stopped stopped on first and second. But uh, it's it's easy throws for him. He doesn't have to be the most accurate quarterback with his legs. Yeah, I mean, but if you look at but if you look at the way he just he fits this offense so incredibly well. So I mean, if you look at his his accuracy. I mean, his accuracy is not really the problem. He is a 66% completion rate in 2019, which is, which is really, really good. But um, you look at the way that these guys, you know, they're, they're a run-first uh, football team. I mean, if you look at uh, the Ravens last year, uh, were number one in the NFL in rushing, and they, they basically ran the ball 100 times more than the 49ers at, at number two. So, um you know, obviously that's impacted by the number of rushes that uh, that Lamar Jackson uh, has with 176 rushing attempts. But, I mean, they're going to run the ball with Mark Ingram. Uh, you got J.K. Dobbins in the mix uh, this year. Uh, they ran Gus Edwards uh, a decent amount last year as well. Um, I mean, these guys want to run the ball, and that just makes it even more uh, – it's just even tougher to, uh, you know, to, to cue in and try to try to stop Lamar Jackson. I'd, I'd argue they even run the ball more this year with the addition of J.K. Dobbins. He's he's a talented talented rookie that they're going to have to see some touches for. I wouldn't. They're they're basically one step away from running a Georgia Tech offense at this point. Uh, it, there's going to be a lot of mouths to feed and a lot of rushes rushing happen. Yeah, I mean, if you if you look at all those all the <clears throat> the rushing stats from that team last year, you know, you had Gus Edwards in the number two role. He had 133 attempts. I mean. Look, no, no disrespect to Gus Edwards, but Eli, what's that offense look like if they're giving J.K. Dobbins 133 rushing attempts? Yeah, un- unstoppable. Bowling, what do you, uh, how do you feel about Lamar Jackson? Um, I think for sure Lamar is going to have a big regression year this year. Like, there's a reason they brought in J.K. Uh, Dobbins. Like, you can't have your quarterback run 176 times unless you plan on drafting another quarterback here in like four years. Like that, those are running those are running back nu- numbers. You just take away like half of Lamar's uh, rushing stats. Like what what does that put him at? Put him in for like a points last year. Probably QB five, QB six. Like behind behind your Wilsons, Watsons, Kyler Murray. Like Kyler Murray this year. Like there's no way he can keep that up. And honestly, I, I'm not a big fan of the uh, weapons they've got. Like, they got some great running backs. They got Ingram. They just brought in Dobbins. But, like, I talked about Mar- Marquise Brown, uh, second year. Like, really, that's about their only wide, wide receiver. Well, we, get on, we don't know what we're going to get out of Devin du- uh, DuVernay, who I really, really like. But, no, you know, I have no idea what he's going to develop into the, the NFL. Um, trying to think their other their other guy, Miles Boykin. I was a big fan of him coming out of college, but he did absolutely nothing la- uh, last year. Right. Um, Les Lamar is going to continue to run 176 times every single year. Like, I'm not putting many higher than QB4, QB5, right about Eli took him. Yeah, I mean, he doesn't have a ton of weapons. Obviously, he's got Mark Andrews out there who, you know, between Marquise Brown and Mark Andrews, um, I mean, they're, those guys are going to eat. They're going to get theirs. And I guess, you know, these they could definitely – definitely benefit from an actual number one right wide receiver. Uh, you know, there was a lot of talk about uh, Antonio Brown coming in there, uh, which never happened. But I mean, as much as, as much as they Lamar makes the defense have to game plan for him specifically, I mean, how, how many weapons, I guess, do they really need to be effective? I don't, I don't think they need much more. And you mentioned taking, taking half of his rushing stats. He rushed for 1200 yards last year. <laughs> On 176 carries, seven touchdowns. You take away 600 yards, he's still QB1. 
He scores 458 points over and still outscores Dak Prescott at 446 points for last Crazy. year. So um, he's far, far and far above uh, there, I think, even if you, you take that away, which is probably smart for them to have rush him, rush him a little bit less. Uh, but he's, he's echelons above uh, that next competitor. I think Mahomes is really the only one that gives him a shot, especially for this year and then the next couple. Right. I mean, it's, 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 it's hard. It's just really hard to project what's going to happen this next year because, you know, historically NFL defenses, you know, after you put up that one amazing year, um, they, they, they find a way to stop you, but this, (laughs) you got to be able to catch them. I mean, you look at some of the highlights last year, uh, this guy was absolutely breaking ankles. I mean, he looked he looked so amazing. Um, you know, I guess the question is, can can he be stopped physically? You know, is you know, I think that everybody knows what what Baltimore is going to go out there and try to do. But does it matter? You know, this is almost last year. This was almost like this guy could tell the defense to play and and still get a first down. It's like it's like watching a Madden game. The dude, like the, you can call the perfect play. The defensive coordinator's got everybody there. There's three people around him. Somehow he puts two of them on their ass and then right. I mean, on their behind and run, runs away. <laughs> right. So, uh, look, I think Lamar Jackson at number four is a steal. And for anybody uh, that has their, their, their chance to get their hands on a Lamar Jackson, maybe he's not your favorite guy. He's not my favorite guy. But, you know, if, if I want Patrick Mahomes – um, you know, specifically I'll talk about in our league. Um, I've, I've thrown some theoretical trades out at, at towards Dodek and Keith and it's not even getting close for him. So, you know, at the same time, I feel like Lamar Jackson is more attainable, at least in our league. Uh, when you look at, uh, you know, Baker, honestly, I get trade, I get Lamar Jackson trades probably once a week, um, f- from Baker. Um, I'm just not high enough on him, but like, if I can take Lamar Jackson, and he's obviously asking for a substantial amount. It's not like he's lowballing me, but but if I can take Lamar Jackson and use that, like I said, I mean, if, if I find a way to get Lamar Jackson today, I'm trading him to get Kyler Murray tomorrow, or I'm packaging him with somebody, you know, put put a couple bags of chips, you know, I mean, these these are you know elite like high level bags of chips, the best bag of chips on the rack, but. Uh, that and maybe some future picks to try to get Mahomes. I mean, th- this guy's got tremendous value for sure. If you're trying to win a championship and he's on your uh, your roster and you're a legit contender, um, he- he's going to make your team pretty tough to beat. So uh, next up at pick 1-5, uh, you got Dodek O'Brien, and he has taken Deshaun Watson. Yep, after the uh, first four, uh, Deshaun Watson's like – for me, the most logical choice to take there. Uh, yes, I get he lost to Andre Hopkins, a security blanket this year. But honestly, I think that's just going to make him a better qu- uh, quarterback this year. It's going to force him to spread the ball around a little bit more. And uh, if you look at what they're doing, they're off offense right now. They got Will Fuller. They just brought in uh, Brandon Cooks. They still have Kenny Stills. Uh, Kiki Couture uh, is there. Uh, they just got the rookie and Colts here. They've got a lot of re- really speedy guys, speedsters. They're trying to create se- separation. That way uh, Watts can hit him with a deep – deep ball if you look at the accuracy last year because when looked at he had the second best deep ball accuracy in the league over Mahomes who has a huge huge arm but he's not even the most accurate like this is what they're designing the offense around to be uh they're gonna go play action they're gonna feed the ball to David Johnson suck them defenses up no then Watts is gonna go over the top top on them that's what I'm that's what I'm seeing from them my biggest issue though I uh, talked about Wilson is his offensive line is absolutely garbage like, he was 20th last year uh, but they do get Titus Howard back this year. Uh, the first runner from 20 was that 2019. Uh, didn't play more than two game two games last year. We'll see what happens when they get they get him back. But definitely think Watson has a good chance to be fighting for like a QB three, QB four this year. With how young he is, 20, 23, like he's gonna be good good for another eight nine years. Like yeah, if I, well, those other four are gone and you're looking at like a dynasty star, if you talk talked about and you got Watson the board like say so you got Watson Thomas and I don't know uh Kamara sitting there he, like who you really got gonna take probably a choice between either Watson or Th- Thomas I'm not gonna touch a running back that's on on the end of his rookie con- uh contract and 
if I can get a guy like a guy down for 10, 12 years, like that's the guy I'm going to roll with. Yeah, it's a no-brainer, man. <clears throat> Look, I think I think that losing DeAndre Hopkins is going to is going to really we're going to find out this year what kind of quarterback Deshaun Watson is. Um I mean, they did come in. He, he's still got weapons for sure. Uh, Brandon Cooks, Kenny Stills, Will Fuller, you know, Randall Cobb, you know, whatever your feelings are about Cobb. But point is, is he, he's not in the same situation as like a Lamar Jackson where you got one, you know, bona fide receiver and you got a good tight end. You got, you got, you know, limited on weapons. Um, but to Deshaun Watson, um, it's just, it's just, you know. I guess we're, we're gonna we're gonna find out if you know he was maybe put over, put into that elite category because of uh, Hopkins' ability, or if this guy is really a tier two quarterback um, that you know was was getting some help from uh, from a, a Hall of Fame wide receiver. So, um, look, I don't know, man. Uh, I'm really curious. I I love, you know, Deshaun Watson's 24 years old, man. Um, super young. This he's. This is his fourth year uh, in the NFL, and this guy's a winner, man. On top of everything else, this guy, you know, was a winner in college. Um, absolutely killed it for Clemson. Um, it's just, it's. I, I'm, I'm on the, I'm absolutely on the fence, um, and I wouldn't be surprised if this guy takes a big step back, uh, you know, into that low end QB one range uh, in 2020. I. I absolutely love Deshaun Watson. Consistency is what it's about. Number four quarterback twice in a row. Uh, you talk about defenses changing game plans for these younger quarterbacks and, and was able to do it again. Obviously, he takes the Hopkins hit. Um, we'll see what he's made of, but the, it's up. I guess it's really on Houston to, to provide him with the right offensive scheme if they're really the poor man's Kansas City as far as uh, weapons are concerned. They got the speedsters. They get those guys out in open field. He should be able to put up some some numbers still. He's got Fuller's hamstrings. Maybe he needs to get some some replacement hamstrings or something so that he can stay healthy for the full year. That dude that dude finds Will Fuller behind the behind the defense more often than not. Um, Brandon Cooks is that same type of player. Uh, He's Randall, that same type of hamstring injury player for sure. Uh, Cook's, Cook's got more of a concussion issue. Right. I think he gets one more of those. His career might be over. Right. Uh, but I guess if Randall Cobb has anything in the tank, he can get open in the slot. I think that's really what's he, what he needs is somebody who can get open. Hopkins was that man, and we'll, we'll see how that plays out, I guess. But young dude, leader, champion, national champion in college, dude's a winner, a competitor. Absolutely love Deshaun Watson. I think, and and maybe that comes down to where like I'm I'm the most concerned about Deshaun Watson is, you know, you lose DeAndre Hopkins, right? Okay, you bring in Brandon Cooks and Randall Cobb. It's not it's not an even Steven there at all. But so you got Deshaun Watson's talent, which okay I I believe in. But then you got Bill O'Brien. Uh, mm-hmm. head coaching decision making and like I just can't get behind a Bill O'Brien team if I'm being honest um, I would feel much better uh, about this decision if uh, Bill O'Brien had gotten tossed to the curb after he made the worst trade in NFL history to my recollection I'm sure there's probably <laughs> been worse trades out there but Jesus uh, that was a bad one um, I don't know it's just a lot of question marks I mean this is a team um, you know I mean he, look, number four, two years in a row, gotcha. But 26 touchdowns, I mean, we definitely need to see some improvement on the touchdowns there. Yardage, uh, you know, he, he's not lighting the world on fire yardage either. I mean, you know, 3,900 yards last year, 4,200 the year before is it, decent. But, you know, you if you're a Deshaun Watson owner and you, and you want this guy, you know, you stand by this guy being elite, you need to see him come out and, and throw for 4,500 yards and 30-something touchdowns this year. I mean, his interception – have been you know have been pretty decent um he's not someone that turns the ball over a ton he does uh fumble the ball a lot he's got 22 fumbles uh in his nfl career lost seven of them um so look i I really really like deshaun watson to me he's he's in the tier two but i also take those these guys that we're talking about today and i mean that tier two is like a 1b and to me deshaun watson is in the 1b tier I I agree that I, I Bill O'Brien, Houston, 
can totally mess this up and fully expect them to do so. If you if you put Deshaun Watson in, in Tampa Bay right now with all the weapons they have and Bruce Arians offense, num- he might he might he might be drafted number one overall instead. Yeah, I mean he he would be he would be right up there with all the rest of them. Um so moving on to uh me at one six uh, I took Dak Prescott. You know, I'm not a huge Dak Prescott fan. Um, looking at, at some of these stats, I, I honestly did, uh, you know, after really, really digging in here, you know, he, he came up a couple notches on my board. Um, but I took Dak Prescott at number six. Uh, he just turned 27 uh, coming out of uh, Mississippi State uh, five years ago, entering his, uh, his fifth NFL year. Um, you know, if you look at if you look at him on paper, uh, his QB uh, finishes uh, quarterback six his rookie year. Quarterback, uh, I'm sorry, yeah, quarterback six, quarterback eleven, quarterback ten, quarterback two last year. Um, very consistent for sure. Uh, you know, he number six passing grade according to Pro Football Focus, uh, which was well above all the others that we discussed. You know, he's coming into his fifth year, which should be entering his prime. You know, that that twenty-seven to to thirty-two year old uh, range. Um, they added C.D. Lamb. Um, they added a uh, a center out of Wisconsin, Tyler Baidez, uh in the in the fourth round. After losing Travis Frederick last year, a five-time Pro Bowler, uh, retired after seven years in the league due to a nerve disorder that uh, when he came back, he just couldn't decide he couldn't play at that same uh, Pro Bowl level, so he retired. Um, you know, they've got one of the best offensive lines in football, even still. Uh, you got Joe Looney coming in as a starting uh, center this year. Um, but, I mean, that offensive line is still absolutely disgusting with Tyron Smith, Leal Collins, Connor Williams, and Zach Martin. Uh, 13 Pro Bowls uh, on that offensive line b- b- between Teron Smith and, uh, and Zach Martin is crazy. Uh, you throw in Amari Cooper, Michael Gallup, who uh, if I own him in Dynasty, I'm selling Mike, uh, Michael Gallup for sure. I think he's going to get outshined by CeeDee Lamb very, very quickly. Um, but still, you look at this year. Uh, I mean, they got three legit weapons at receiver. You got Blake Jarwin uh, coming in who, you know, if you're a Blake Jarwin truther, that's even more of a reason that, that Dak Prescott is going to be uh, a stud. Um, he's got a ton of weapons. You know, you throw in Zeke Elliott there, of course, with all pro um, protection. I mean, I see this guy throwing for over 5,000 yards this year, 5,100 yards, 33 touchdowns, nine interceptions, another 300 rushing yards with three TDs. I mean, this guy's giving you giving you 430-something fantasy points, uh, and I expect him to finish this number four behind Mahomes, Kyler Murray, and Lamar Jackson. Um, how do you feel, Bowling, about Dak Prescott? I'm not the biggest Prescott fan. Uh, I know uh, weapons-wise, offensive line, like he's got he's got the tools to succeed. I just don't like the fact that they still haven't trusted him enough to get lock him down for a long-term deal. They got him on the franchise tag this year. Like that speaks volumes to me. Like if you thought he was the dude and he's he's your guy, like he should get gotten like not a Mahomes type deal, but he should have gotten at least a six or seven year deal already, which wor- worries me. So, I mean, he's got the weapons to be a QB one. Uh, I can. No, the number one overall and fa- fantasy number two. I guys, I don't know what it is, man. I guys, I don't trust Prescott at all. Yeah, I mean, look, I guess if to to say this better, I, I don't want to say that I'm not a Dak Prescott fan. I'm not a Dak Prescott fan when you're talking about elite of the elite quarterbacks. Like, if if I'm not saying that I'm I'm taking Dak Prescott over, uh, you know, I mean. I, if I'm on the clock here, I'm taking Dak Prescott, and I've, I'm going to feel like I won um, versus some of these other quarterbacks that are available. But, um, yeah, you know, I mean, I guess my my biggest concern is, you know, where does this guy end up? Like, he's in a fantastic situation. Uh, like I said, great offensive line, a ton of weapons. You know, he turned down a five-year, $175 million deal this offseason to play on the franchise tag. But, I mean, if you're – which at the time you're, you know, well, this is all going down. You're wondering like, what's going on? Is there, is there some kind of friction in Dallas that like, maybe we don't know about, um, you know, does Dak maybe one out, but then you come around and you see Mahomes sign this deal. And, you know, 
Dak Prescott has got to be smiling from ear to ear when he sees that because, no, he's not going to get Patrick Mahomes type money. But he's going to get – I mean, he, he's going to be the number two uh, highest paid quarterback in the NFL once he signs his, his, this deal. Um, he, I believe that he will stay in Dallas. You know, Jerry Jones um, wants to win as much as anybody. I believe that he will pay him. Um, he, you know, he's not going to get 10 years, $450 million uh, like Mahomes did when they signed him through 2031. But Dak's going to get paid uh, – and. I, I see him staying on this team. Um, but if I'm looking at, you know, if I'm looking at the guys that we're talking about today, um, you know, he's, he's still probably my fifth ranked uh, quarterback. Uh, you know, if, if it's me, I'm, I'm putting Deshaun Watson at six and I'm taking Dak as number five, but um, you know, this guy's still elite, you know, and if we want to talk about, I guess, just to be clear, uh, I'm not, I don't think any of us are saying that Dak Prescott's a scrub, but Hey, look, if I'm in the situation um, where, Patrick Mahomes is already off the board and I got a, a pick between my quarterbacks. Um, you know, I'm going with some of these other guys before I'm getting to Dak Prescott. Can't, can't hate it at all over here. It looks, you look at the alternatives that pass number five and six Deshaun Watson and Dak Prescott, you get down to quarterbacks like Carson Wentz, uh, Josh Allen, like dynasty gets a little scary at that point. Right. You, you get the consistency of a, a QB one, regardless of regression. He added an additional weapon. Absolutely love him for this year. CD lambs, that contract deal makes it, makes a big deal. So that's an excellent, uh, excellent point there. He ends up in, in Washington because they're the ones that want to pay him all that money. I don't, I don't necessarily like Dak Prescott as much as I do behind that Dallas offensive line with those weapons. Right. So, look, uh, going back to recap our, our draft here, uh, we got Eli taking Patrick Mahomes as number one, Dodeca Bryan taking Russell Wilson at number two. Uh, I took Kyler Murray three. Eli came back with Lamar Jackson at number four. And bowling came in with Deshaun Watson at five and Dak Prescott at six. If, if I'm, if I'm doing a startup, which uh, I am tonight uh, along with Dodeca Bryan at 7 PM, if I got a chance to get any one of these six guys, uh, I'm, I'm really, really happy. Uh, you know how, how my team's going to look. And I feel like I'm going to be in a good position to kind of form out the rest of my, the rest of my lineup. I guess what I'm saying is after you get past these six guys, that's where I'm really thinking about, you know, taking a running back or receiver and trying to fall back on some Josh Allen's, Carson Wentz's, Daniel Jones's, Baker Mayfield's, Jared Goff type players, and end up with two of those guys and a little bit stronger uh, roster makeup, uh, you know, with my running back and wide receivers uh, and rolling with that kind of two-headed monster uh, versus one of these elite guys and then someone else later to pair him up with. So, um, Brian, it'll be really interesting. Uh, you know, I feel like this was some, some good research to come in before our, uh, our dynasty startup tonight. Um, and it's, it's going to be interesting to see how it unfolds. All right. That was part one of our dynasty QB mock draft. Join us next time as Eli, Brian, and I give you our QBs 7 through 12. If you like what you heard, follow us on Spotify and check out some of our other exclusive content. You can also follow us on Twitter at Dodeca Eli, at Dodeca Brian, and of course at Dodeca Chris. Thanks for listening.